Hey guys, we are back here on Hoops Hype, and I'm really sorry about how I have not been podcasting and stuff like that. It's been tough with homework and activities, and on weekends we have stuff to do, but today I finally have no freaking homework, and I can do a podcast for you guys because, I, I mean, I've been getting a slight drop because, you know, I, I get it, guys. I get that it's kind of not interesting to listen to the same things over and over again because I, you know, used to, I do sometimes do um, quiz websites and, and and other stuff, and when I'm like, Looking at, like, because I'm, like, you all know I'm a big NBA fan, obviously, because I'm making this podcast. And I'm just sitting there, you know, waiting, waiting, waiting. No, it's not. Nothing's new has popped up, even if I reloaded a couple of times. I don't usually do that, but whatever. Anyways, let's get to the business. This is what has been happening this NBA season. Four 50-point performances. 51 from Steph Curry, 50 from Blake Griffin, 52 from Clay Thompson, and 50 from Derrick Rose. I'm going to give, like, each one, like, one that's going to, uh, uh, like, a trade at first before we talk about each one. First, the um, most... Um, the most surprising is probably Derrick Rose because he got injured. And it's also probably the most memorable one. So I'm not going to give that a stat category. But, um, yeah, that's going to be the most surprising one. And, yeah, it's definitely the most memorable one because... Derrick Rose, he got injured, and we all thought his career was over. But once he knocked down that career high of 50, now people are wondering about him. Different questions like, can Derrick Rose really have it all? Can he do what people thought he would do at the beginning of his career? Because if he's able to do that consistently, well, then we'll be in for a treat this NBA season. Jimmy Butler said that they can't win without him, or can they? They might be able to win without him, especially with Derrick Rose playing at this kind of level. And Carl Anthony Towns becoming a better player. I personally do not like Jimmy Butler because of what he said there. Because Jimmy Butler, I mean... He's a good player and all, but that is not good sportsmanship. And it's not some and he's not a leader either to tell a young Timberwolves team that they can't win without him. And he was talking to all stars. And personally, like a team with an all-star and another player who could have a couple of all-stars in his career. And Derrick Rose, who's won an MVP award before, now has that kind of experience. He said that they couldn't win without him. 
He also said it to Jeff Teague, who I think may have played in an All-Star before. And also, I think he said it to, oh yeah, Taj Gibson, who had plenty of experience in the NBA and played with Russell Westbrook um, for a season, for a few seasons, I think, and got to play with him in his MVP year. So for him to say, you can't win without me, I'm just going to say to that, boo Jimmy Buck, just because he's saying to the Timberwolves that you can't win without him. And that's why I'm not, I don't really like him anymore. So, yeah, I mean, I used to like him, but now, nah. He's just a good mid-range shooter. That's what I think of him as. He can shoot from mid-range. That's it. Not a nice person. Not anything else. Just, you can shoot from mid-range and he's selfish about his team. So, yeah. All he wants to do is win. And I personally think that Jimmy Butler, I mean, he was most improved. So the crazy thing is, is that he wasn't even that good at some point. He wasn't even that good. And now he's trying to tell this team of young stars who are really good and could be future MVP winners like Carl Anthony Downs and maybe even, you know, Andrew Wiggins. Those guys could both be NBA stars. And he's telling them that they can't win without them. Two players who scored 40 points in the same game. They can't win without them, though. And I'm just going to say that is about the rudest thing you could say and the least inspiring thing you could say to another kid. Off the Timberwolves and D. Rose's amazing 50-point performance, um... I'm going to say the most amazing triple-double. I'm Not triple-double, but the most amazing 50 points one was the one for Curry. Just because Curry passed it. It wasn't like Thompson. Because I watched the highlights in that game. And every time Clay Thompson caught the ball, I mean, even if Curry was wide open, he'd just be looking the shit like he just catch it, fire it, and knock it out every time. Except for several ones he missed in the second half. He only went four for ten on threes in the second half. In the average, Clay would have gone like four for six because he would have passed up a few of those looks. But, you know, he just went four for ten. And plus, Curry, he used to hit 11 threes, and he definitely had the best highlights on his. He, no, I'm not going to put his at best, no, at most amazing. I'm going to put his at best highlights. Most amazing is going to go to Blake Griffin because of how, um, old, I mean, how old he's getting just because he just is losing and losing it and how amazing it is that he, you know, got that and was able to, score a career high 50 points at this age and he he probably would have started playing in 2010 but when you think of players that are kind of starting the season i'm going to put i'm also going to put Derek rose i'm going to put 
Blake Griffin. And a lot of people who are going to argue with me here, but I'm going to say LeBron James is starting to lose it. Just because if you watch LeBron right now, I mean, I did say he was the GOAT in one of my other podcasts, but right now, if you watch LeBron, he isn't nearly as good as if you watched him, you know, play a, uh, play in his heat years because he could, now his jumps, I, I'm not going to say rookie years, even though that was when he was most athletic, his jump shot was bad. So I'm going to say his heat years just because he was so athletic. Could get to the rim, finish there, and he could knock down pull ups from mid range finally, and he could shoot. He could shoot threes, which is even better because if LeBron can't cut to the rim, which is something that almost can never happen, or even get a good fadeaway, but if he gets a catch and shoot wide open three, and he isn't able to pop that, well, then players would start laying off of him and getting ready for him to drive to the hoop. So you have to be able to add that ability to knock it down from long range because then people would defend you better. And you also have to be able to drive to knock it down from out there because people can't get ready for you if they're all up on you from downtown and you just get right by them and drive in or just dish it out with an easy, strong pass, well then, basically, you can't, like, you have to be able to drive in to shoot threes. You have to be able to shoot threes to drive in. To be good and proficient at both of those things can give you a lot. Like, you know, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry can do both of those things. Look where they are. Players that I think of, like, you know, Taj Gibson or Andre Drummond, who aren't nearly as good as they would be because they can't do some of those things. And, you know, even Derrick Rose would be much better if he had a better three-point shot. That's the reason why Rajon Rondo was never a good scorer in his career. Because he he put up the shots, but he didn't he couldn't make shots. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say that Rajon Rondo was not a good shooter. Couldn't really shoot and couldn't really drive. But he could pass, and that's why I'm gonna put him as a really like when you think of stars for the two thousand tens. I'm going to put up Rajon Rondo because of how good a passer he was and how good he was at, you know, being said, oh, this is one of our stars on a Celtics team that had three future Hall of Famers, two, I mean, two of which are not in the Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame currently, but they both have, like, it's almost no doubt that they will, will be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I have literally no doubt that they're not going to be in the Hall of Fame. And he was able to contribute in a huge way to that team. So that's why I'm going to put him as a really good player. Back on topic, the third one I'm going to talk about is 
the biggest, like, the most mem not the most memorable, but, like, what I mean is, like, the one that everyone's gonna remember most likely. I mean, people will probably remember the Derek Cars one, or the, um, Blake Griffin one a good bit, maybe even the Steph Curry one. But Clay Thompson, because he broke a record in that game, he is going to, they are, everyone's going to remember that game. Just because he, you know, hit 14 threes. Oh, and he also broke two records. I know that this is probably irrelevant and anyone could break this record, even like a little kid. But he did break the record for most threes shots in the game. Attempting 24, which that's why he got zero assists there, and that's why, you know, uh, if you asked one of his teammates, he would um, kind of be like a little, you know, I don't know how to explain it. They would just be like, oh, he did great, and they wouldn't say much about it. But deep down inside, I think they thought, that he wouldn't pass, and that that's one of those things where he it was like a kid just who um, only knows how to shoot. You know how some kids are like that, where they just get the ball, and if they don't have a shot, and, and, instead, and he has like three seconds left on the shot, and instead of passing it out to someone, he just throw on his head like a three. Well, he wouldn't exactly do that, but he would. He would instead of passing it to someone else. He, if it was in that game, he'd probably spin move and shoot like a fader or something when someone else was wide open for a shot and he had a little bit of time to get the ball to him. So yeah, that's kind of what it reminded me of. And sorry guys, like with my voice, it's not normal because I'm losing it. But um, sometimes I like when I do like knockout games and stuff. I like to just commentate when I get out. It's kind of fun. So yeah, I think I'm probably gonna be a professional commentator when I grow up. But anyways, yeah, that's definitely the most like the one that will stand and people will remember and it will stand in NBA history until someone uh someone breaks it and that record probably will be overshadowed. But Steph Curry, when you think of the record for most three pointers made in the game, Steph Curry is no longer a thought anymore. Just because Clay Thompson hit 14 in that game, Steph Curry's like no longer a thought. So, and the last but not least, though I'm gonna, I don't, I'm kind of confused. I don't know what category to put Blake Griffin at, but I'm just gonna say I'm gonna put him at uh. of the most, like, the moment that will be most wanted for, like, a fan. I mean, I guess fans love having Clay Thompson, but they already had, you know, Steph Curry. And that moment will be wanted 
from Pistons fans because they have had nothing to brag about since the bad boys. No, not the bad boys, but the 2004 Pistons who barely won. That was all they got to brag about. And they have had not one good team for like 12 years. No, like 14 years. Yeah, 14 years. Sorry, I got that math a little bit wrong. Just so you know, it's not that I'm that smart. I'm in how highly able learners, if you don't know. But, yeah, it's like a thing for where I live. But I'm not going to tell you where I live because, yeah, I don't know you. So, yeah. Um. Uh. So, I think I'm going to end the podcast right about here. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much. I am super sorry that I have not been, you know, making my podcast recently. And any time I have just a little bit of time and, you know, I don't feel like doing anything else. Well, not that. I'll just, if I have any little strip of time, I'll do this. I promise. All right. So if I don't keep podcasting, it's just because of my lack of time. So I'm super sorry, but thank you guys so much for listening. This is Hoops Hype signing out now.